from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host for a couple minutes, Dave Koch. Joined tonight by my co-host, who will actually really be the host, Pacinetti. Let's all remember, it started with a boot. And three of our awesome Mickey Dude rotating commentators who own DVC. We have, from South Carolina, Kyle Ostrander. I had a dream last night, I was a muffler. I woke up with a song. <laughs> From Houston, Texas, Jeff Williams. Flash photography, I wouldn't. It alters homing signal, and that's not good. And from the looks of the Skype video, this time somewhere out in North Jersey, we have Joe Quattrochi. Anybody got episode 8 I could borrow? Anyone? And gentlemen, tonight we are talking DVC. Each of you has ownership in this disney timeshare program i do not but since you guys all have dvc i thought it'd be nice to have a little conversation about the ins and out of the disney vacation club coming right from the horse's mouth our commentators now we're horses he said Uh horse i thought he was talking about saratoga springs which is my home resort oh (laughs) horse like the oh horse okay i get it i bet yes so I can't think of I can't think of a good horse pun right now to uh, turn it over to you. So without, oh, I, got, I got one for you. I got one for you. Hold on, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> He's looking it up. I see why his did, eyes moving. Why did the Clydesdale give the pony a, some water? Why? Because a little horse. Oh, boom! There you go. Awesome. <laughs> and with it's, that, it's the Marlins are still winning. We are going to turn it over to our very own horses. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Pat Gennetti. David, 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 thank you very much. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Mickey Dudes Podcast. We have two shows tonight, two shows, two shows in one, which I know is amazing. So as Dave said, we are going to talk about DVC and the ins and outs and things that we enjoy about DVC. But then following this, we have an interview with Nick Cotton, president and overall awesome guy from DVCresalemarket.com. So we'll talk a little bit of DVC from the Mickey Dudes perspective, and then we'll talk about the resale market from DVCresalemarket.com and see what Nick has to say. Dave and I interviewed him uh, recently, and it was actually a very informative interview. So two shows in one. You guys are lucky. Hope you enjoy them. But let's start it off. Joe, I'm going to go right to you, buddy. How long have you been a DVC member, and what's your home resort? My wife and I have uh, been DVC members since 2015, um, and our home resort is Saratoga Springs. The uh, worst, the worst, the worst DVC property. I doubt that. I actually don't mind it. I like it. I I really don't. I've stayed there for the first time finally over Marathon Weekend. And the only downfall I could find about it, I could find about it was that it's it takes a little bit of effort to get to and from the resort, like to and it's from huge. the parks. I, I call it the um, the Animal Kingdom uh, West. Or I'm, I'm sorry, Animal Kingdom East. <laughs> it's it's massive. It's, it's, it's that far out there. Oh, uh, I there I was in the last year. It's amazing. It's good. I like it, man. It's it's and the fact that not a lot of people like it, I kind of dig that. Yep. Yeah, that that's kind of like you. Oh no, no, everybody likes you, Joe. It's Dave. Nobody likes. Never mind. Um, Kyle. <laughs> Yes, sir. How long have you been a DVC member, and what's your home resort? Well, like Joe, uh, 2015 is my uh, DVC year, and uh, I'm Poly- Polynesian Resort is a home resort. Now that's a good resort. That that's the resort of kings. Yes, it is. I can and still stay there. I'm still staying there this year. 
it's true, but you don't get you don't get to, when they say "Welcome home" at the poly, they're legitimately saying "Welcome home" because that's home. It's true. Jeff, how about you, buddy? Uh, we uh, bought in at 2007 Animal Kingdom Lodge. I probably told this story a couple times, but basically, uh, Kadani Village. When we Animal Kingdom Lodge, we've been going since it was built, and that's the Jumbo House area. We always said if they ever built a DBC attached to Animal Kingdom, we would have to lodge. We would have to get serious about it. And sure enough, they did, and we bought it. All right. So I heard recently, and I correct me if I'm wrong, it may be a Jumbo, it may be a Kidani, I don't know, but they have plaques for the original owners uh, who bought in originally at DBC. Jeff, have you ever heard of that? Yeah, the, there's also a rug type thing hang up with the original the, the original owners uh we were not the first round uh kadani but uh we were about a year after it went up for sale okay hey pat i believe they have the same thing at uh, bailey tower oh really yeah that. that's pretty cool um i wonder if they're going to do that with the polynesian because that is my home resort and i have been there since 2015 and that um that's where you know we when we bought it was more of just a let's go see the presentation and my wife said hey you want to do this i said "Uh uh-huh yes please (laughs) and you know and she she really was the the driving force behind it which was hysterical and the poly was the one that they were selling at that time and i said let's do it no problem i'm not gonna say no ever to the Polynesian. So that's, you know, one of the things that I love so much about DBC being able to call a place home because that's what DVC, you know, I know Dave said before, he said it's like their timeshare program, but I think DVC is a little bit different than timeshare because, you know, it is, it's a home, it's, it's a vacation, it's, it's building family memories. And I think it's just a little bit of step above that timeshare thought process, but we shall see as we continue our talks what you guys think about it. So, Joe, what do you think is the best part about owning DVC? Well, we all like to stay at you know, the best resort possible. I mean, like if you could stay deluxe every single time that you would want to do that. And the fact that like we own DVC, we know we have those points in the bank. Uh, we know we're going to stay when we go on our vacations. We're going to stay at a deluxe resort. It's going to be first-class accommodations. Not that staying at the All-Stars or Pop isn't or Art of Animation, but you're just going to get that extra layer or two layers of being at like a, a that much of a better resort. Um, also, the fact that like when we go every year, that's why we became DVC owners, just the fact that I know when I go on to book at 11 months out, I just log on. I, it's essentially like you know you're booking like on Expedia, but bam, I'm I'm logging on. I'm spending my points, and it's really not costing me anything because I've already paid for it. I mean, yes, I'm paying dues, but you know it's just it's it's actually fun to book a room. It's fun to book an awesome resort, um, and I know that I'm gonna be staying somewhere awesome every time I go. Yeah, and and just for our listeners and our friends out there who may not be completely versed in Disney Vacation Club, you were saying points and bank. What do you mean by that? Just a quick little synopsis. So when you join the uh, Disney Vacation Club, you purchase a set amount of points, and those points are essentially credits that can be used for different kinds of rooms, so anything from a studio to a you know two bedroom, uh, you know Granville or so on and so forth. And um, so every year, uh, the uh, points are deposited um, when you're you purchase a use year, which is your renewal time essentially every year, and um, those points will go towards uh, whatever room you decide to book. So, for example, if I'm booking uh, at the Boardwalk in uh, September and I'm going to book uh, a studio, that would be 10 points a night. So that would be deducted from the amount of points that I purchased every year, uh, I I purchased that are deposited every year. And that's uh, how I essentially book my rooms. It's my credits. Yeah, uh, perfect. And then the way I try to explain it to anybody is that your points is pretty much when you go with the old timeshare model. In a timeshare model, you get a week. In a Disney Vacation Club with points, you don't get a set week. You get a set number of points, and you can use those points anytime you want, which I think is a great advantage to DVC because if I want to use – I have 130 points a year. And if I want to use you know, 30 points or 50 points in April and then I could use the rest of them in October, I'm not locked into any any week. So I think that's fantastic. Um 
Kyle, what's yes, the sir. best part? What's the best part for you, or what's your favorite part about owning DVC? Best part is it's not free. But however, when you go book a when you start your vacation planning, your room and your hotel budget is gone. There's no need to uh, book a room budget. That's already paid for with your uh, DVC points, and it's a convenience is a main factor. Yeah, I I agree totally. I, but here's the thing, I. <laughs> My wife and I had this conversation just the other day. Um, so we're going in August, and we're going for eight days. And nice. yeah, we we didn't have we didn't we don't have a hotel that we have to pay for. But when you add up your dues and you add up your monthly payments and all that kind of stuff, it's like we're spending so much money. Right. Um, right. But but when and, you book your when you book your vacation, are you are you booking a room? Right. Your, no. And, your and, and money. And, and that's exactly the way I look at it. And I was right. like, oh, you know, there's the extra money that you pay monthly for certain things. Right. So it's not as bad. And once it's not, it's not free. It's no. Not free. But in your but, mind, though, it's like no room I got to pay for right now. Ex- exactly. And I, and I agree with that 100%. I think mentally, because I know the show that just went out this week or, or that I'm trying to think of. Is it this week? Last week? When did, when When is the show about relaxing going out? Right is now. That the one? That's the one that just went out. Okay. Correct. And um, sometimes we get screwy when we sometimes we put shows out two weeks in advance, so on and so forth, or whatever. Well, so a month. a month, yeah. So I sometimes forget. <laughs> uh, so the one one of the things that helps me really relax on vacation is that exact fact. You know, I'm not worried about a hotel. I already have it. It's already done. I already it's right. paid for. I don't have to worry about it. All right, Jeff. How about you? What's your favorite part about owning DVC? One of the justifications we we did for owning DVC was a way to have an allotted space for family and friends who can't normally come down to Disney and definitely couldn't come down to Disney and stay in deluxe accommodations. So we've had at least six trips like that where we're kind of sharing the wealth. Uh, people offer money, but we don't we don't take it. I mean, we've been blessed with uh, uh, our situation, so we just help out everybody. And also, it gives us an excuse to have kind of family reunions. Um, it kind of branches into a, a, a tip we have uh, it like for instance if you have a, a big group of people uh, we found that two bedroom if it's enough people to fit into a two bedroom three single uh, studios are always cheaper than a two bedroom we've never the math has never worked out the other way now granted you're not in the same space hanging out but you're also detached from each other so you can kind of Especially on a Disney World trip, if you're all hanging out with each other all the time, you can have that time alone to yourself. So, anyway, just something to think about. We have done the two-bedroom thing a couple of times, and that's fine. In fact, the two-bedroom uh, accommodations usually are, are nicer, especially the the, the main master uh, bedroom and master bath is usually pretty sweet. Uh, anyway, that's the main, main drive for us. Uh, obviously, we go every year, so it was a no-brainer on the as far as that goes yeah and the funny thing the funny thing is is what when like i said when we go in august that's what we did we got we got two studios so guys when you're when you're thinking about buying dvc and how joe was talking about points before one of the things studios will be you know say 10 points a one bedroom uh villa may be say 18 points i'm just making numbers up right now uh so okay kyle go we'll go kyle with 16 uh a two bedroom maybe what kyle 16 Oh, no, about 21. <laughs> 21, and then a three-bedroom, which is just right. astronomical. We don't even right. have to go there, but there's no, a lot no, of points no. there. Or so, a bungalow. Oh, geez, Louise. So you actually <laughs> could fit your points into the vacation that you want, depending on how many people you have going with you. Now, when we go in August, we actually got two studios for the six of us instead of getting a one-bedroom because mathematically, we were able to fit in eight days of a hotel that way with two studios instead of getting a one bedroom or a two bedroom where we'd only be able to stay five days. So we were able to maximize our points that way. And I think that's one of the great things about DVC as well. Like I said before, not getting locked into a week, you can play with the points the way you want to, to make it your vacation. And that's one of my favorite things. You know, I like to see what I can get, you know, see what deluxe resort I'm going to stay at. My goal is to stay at all of them. And I think that, you know, they have all have different appeals. Uh, they all have different amenities, except Saratoga. I'll never go back. 
Um, no really? offense. <laughs> I just, I, it left such a bad taste in my mouth. It's, every it's a good single, resort. Every Folks, single thing it's about a great it. resort. I, yeah, and, and again, and that's it. I, I'm in the minority, and I know I'm in the minority with that because most people I have talked to love Saratoga. Because Pat's a snob. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I only like the poly. No, but I, I, I am in love with the poly. I am in love with Animal Kingdom, and I love the Beach Club. And those are the three. If I got to choose, those are the ones I want to stay at every time. Uh, we're trying Wilderness Lodge in August, so hopefully... Mm-hmm. You know, I think I'll like it. So, you know, all right, let me really be honest. It, it's not like Fantasmic where I'm never going to, you know, there's no chance I'll never go back to Saratoga. Fantasmic, I'll never see. I get that. And so Saratoga, I may give another chance. My wife won't, though. So maybe if it's a there guy's you go. trip. If but it's you, a know, guy- you know, Pat, you, you have young kids. So Saratoga is not the most kid-friendly DVC sure. property. Now, for my wife and I, we go and we have a couple of our friends that go. Um, for four essentially adults, we usually get you know two studios. It's perfect for us because we're a quick walk to Disney Springs. We want something quiet because you know we don't have kids. So after being around kids all day in the parks, it's nice to come back to your resort and unwind a little bit. And Saratoga is is perfect for that. Um, and also Old Key West, which we're going to try uh, this fall as well. We think that's going to fall into that realm as well. We like those quieter resorts. The Poly's a little more actually. The Poly's awesome. very busy. It's awesome. It is. Yeah. Um, but I so said we we like that a little bit of quiet so uh it's every resort tailors to different uh types of people yeah de- oh most definitely and th- that's the thing <laughs> maybe i'm just an idiot which no comments yeah um <laughs> everybody's shaking yeah. their head yeah um yeah. but when we went to when we were at saratoga and we went and we walked over to disney springs the great cast member that we encountered that he drove us over there in a little golf cart and we we literally couldn't get back we could not get back to our room because it was so massive. We weren't in Congress Park right next to it. We were, um, I can't even remember. I think we were in the paddock. And literally, we couldn't realize that it was across the street. The maps didn't tell us anything because they were old maps and you couldn't read them. It was just a disaster. So I like oh, one man. building or two buildings and that's it. There's maps along the way as you're walking. There is. So, um, all right. So let's go to this last question. All right. What's the best advice for anybody that's thinking about DVC? What is your best advice that you can? What are you going to say to them to convince them to buy DVC? Go ahead, Joe. Um, to buy DVC, or if they're thinking about it, what, what's your advice? What, like, why? What are you going to tell them? What do you think? Like, if they want to know something, and this is going to be the best bit of information you can give them about DVC, it may that might be that bit of information may convince them to buy or think about it more. Just give me something that you know is your best advice to anybody that's potentially buying DVC. Well, my best advice is that if you're going to be a Disney family where you are going to vacation there at least once every three years. Um, this is probably something that you're going to want to maybe take at least a look at. Um, the the prices of the hotel rooms, yes, Disney does run specials. They do run, you know, your 10 to 30 percent off. Uh, for but during the most popular times, they don't. But this is something where you're definitely over a period of 10, 20, 30 years, you're gonna save money in your rooms. It's 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 definitely gonna happen. It's something that you're gonna make an investment up front. But if you if you are going to you know, vacation there quite a bit, like we all do. It's gonna pay out in the long run for you. I mean, I look at people that I know that bought back, you know, four or five years ago, even at Saratoga, the points were twenty dollars a point cheaper, and they're already saving money. They're already ahead of the game. So that's something that I, the advice that I would give somebody, it's like if you're going to invest in Disney vacations, either it be going to Disneyland where they have the Grand Californian, going to Alani, Hilton Head, Vero Beach. There's other places that Disney has DVC has properties or. Disney World proper, this is something at least take a look at. Do the numbers, run the math, um, because the room, the cash rate rooms are going up every year and it's not going to stop. So you will save money and you will have the best accommodations pretty much possible on property. Yeah, and definitely one of the one of the cool things is, as we looked into, we haven't done it yet, but in case you ever want to visit or vacation somewhere else besides Disney, they are partnered with RCI and RCI is a big um, uh, timeshare company where you're able to uh, go to some of their resorts at the same point in time and you know you could use your points that way it may not be the best idea point wise or money wise but at least you have more options at the same point in time 
Jeff, how about you? So what I would, what I normally tell people is, definitely, if you're interested in it, t- research the resorts, find out the one that you're most uh, in tune with, and then try to find some rental points and rent at that resort. Uh, give yourself uh, a nice vacation at that resort and kind of sink into it and see if it's worth your, your time. And then, if you really like it, uh, like we, we know you will, uh, I would definitely buy uh, a second uh, used. Uh, Disney does offer some discounts, and there's perks. Like like Kyle said, you get all kinds of perks. I think they're, they're taking all those perks away for if you're buying resale, but not all of them, but some of them. Uh, that being said, I don't think all of them are all that that in the you know bag of chips. So I would just focus on where you want to live, stay, and where do you want to own. Um, things like Animal Kingdom Lodge are closed, so you have to buy used for places like that. Disney's really funneling people into buying in the newest location, uh, so you're, all the. Disney sales people are going to push the newest, latest stuff, so you're you're really going to be um, resi- restricted to going to those places. What frustrated us most when we found out about Animal Kingdom Lodge opening up, we drove there. We drove straight to Kidani. And we like, okay, we want to see this place. Let's check it out. We want to see it. And there's no, there was no capability of checking anything out. There was no uh, venue of of getting tours. Or checking out the pool, and although little tip, they don't really lock the pools down um, that that harshly <laughs> at Kidani, nope. so you could just kind of walk in. But that be I did walk around and, and check out the pool. But you know, things like that, you want to like immerse yourself in the environment, and they have it set up in a nice uh, sterile environment at the the main uh, display DVC location in Saratoga Springs. It's that's where the, their main location is, and it'll always have uh, some rooms of the newest resort to tour, and that's how they prefer you to do it. And they can kind of do the nice sales pitch and, and whatnot. But uh, I like to kind of do it at my own pace and go check out the place. So that's just my little tip. All right. Yeah. No. And I I think that's I think that's a really good idea. Find the resort that fits you best and and check them out. That's why again, you're on a Disney vacation. Go resort hop. And when you resort hop, you're able to see a lot of these things. Okay. Now, I think some of the things that for for me with advice is to make sure you understand that you're locking yourself in to a Disney vacation, which to some can be great. And that could also be a con, definitely. It could be a negative. Because if you're like my contract with the Polynesian is 50 years. You know, what if I'm 50 years old or, you know, 60 years old and all of a sudden I don't want to go anymore? I give you, you know, 25. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> you yep. know, so you know, that's the thing. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's, it's a big investment up front. And it's one of those things that you're, you're kind of locking yourself into being a Disney geek or a Disney nerd or a Disney family for a very long time. Um, you know, no is there any... Here. Yeah, well, yeah, but for like us, because we run a podcast, you know, we probably we're probably the the audience they're not looking at. Um, it's the people that are on the fence that you know that's something they may have to think about. Can any of us think of anything negative about owning DVC? I agree with you. What you said, no, Pat. Like you're, you're you're locked in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's great for us because we can go. But yeah, you have to it, be a planner. You have to be a planner. If you're not a planner, yes. it's really not it's oh, really yeah. not suit you very well. Um, I'm kind of on the pat club about Saratoga Springs, but we've stayed there about six times. It's, it's kind of the overflow because they have so many rooms. Uh, but give me a break. I mean, the worst Disney resort is, you know, ten times better than wherever I'm at right now. That's but, true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and anyway, the bottom line is, it, it, it's suited totally for a planner. 11-month window, and Pat can attest to this, owning it at a very popular re- uh, home resort as Polynesian you don't hit that 11 month window you might as well just say goodbye to it because you're yeah. not gonna get what you want and and that's one other thing i wanted to, to just chime in on you know what jeff just said is that if you are going to purchase a contract make sure you're comfortable with the resort that you purchase at i've been noticing i've only been a member for two years and i know uh kyle has well that um you know 
it's it's becoming harder and harder to book outside of your home window for very popular weekends. Yes. Um, you know, like so for example, like I'm currently booked at Saratoga for Marathon Weekend 2018 and in the past we've you know moved to other resorts, not a problem. Uh, this year it's everything is already booked. And at the 7 month window I couldn't find anything for the whole week weekend I was going to be there except at my home resort which I was already booked at the 11 month window. So it's one of those things that you need to be comfortable where you're going to stay. For us, me and my wife, we liked Saratoga. We didn't mind it. We'd rather be on property there than outside of property. So for us, yes, it's not a big it's not a big deal. But that's something that's a, actually a pretty big, you know, important thing is be comfortable where your home resort is because that you might end up being there. You might not be able to trade out for where you want to go somewhere else at that specific time frame. Yeah. Yeah. For for the wife and I, you know, Jake here, he's he's on a, on a special diet. You know, it's a Polynesian doesn't have one bedrooms at all. They have studios at 90 points a night or 90 points a week, or they get bungalows for $6 million <laughs> a week. <laughs> you know, we need one bedrooms. We should have done a little research beforehand for purchasing, for, for, before purchasing Polynesian. But, you know, we, we need the one bedrooms for the kitchen so we can cook Jake his meals for his, uh, his special needs. So again, like Joe said, do your research. Make sure, uh, make sure the resort you're choosing fits your needs. Yeah, and just just a clarification, you know, the, we're talking 11 months and seven months. Your home resort, you get an 11 month booking window, right. so you're able to book 11 months in advance. And that goes with what Jeff was saying about planning. If you don't use your home resort, then you have a seven month window. So once you know, say I wanted to go today's June 8th, you know, 11 months from now is May 8th. That would be my window. I could book up through May 8th. If it's a seven-month window, it's what January eighth or something along those lines, or February eighth, something so, along that. Um, you know, so you're you're definitely um, it's a definite time difference. So you have to plan out your vacation. So it, it's a little harder to be spontaneous with DVC because right. the you know if it's a busy time of the year, there's not a lot of a lot of rooms left. All right, uh, gentlemen, one of the one of my biggest pieces of advice, just to go kind of back onto some of our a little bit more positive note, is. Like we've been saying, do your research, but do your research with DVCresaleMarket.com. The interview that we have coming up, because here's the thing. I bought in through Disney, and I paid way more than I would have if I did it through the resale market. And you're going to find out through the, the interview that Dave and I did with Nick, there is really no difference. And if you want to buy dvc really give dvc resale market a look nick and his whole entire crew used to be people that sold for dvc they know the ins and outs better than anybody and i really think that you should stay tuned and listen to this interview um, to kind of just solidify what we're talking about i would have saved thousands of dollars if i went through dvc resale market all right so gentlemen i'd like to thank you for this quick little uh, conversation about Disney Vacation Club. Uh, uh, Joe, where could would everybody find you on the interwebs? You could find me on Twitter at Joe Quad. You could also find me over at the resortloop.com podcast. Uh, once a month, we do a DVC roundtable show. So you can come over there and uh, we talk DVC once a month. Yeah, and those guys over there, uh, the Resort Loop, they're great guys. Go give them a listen. Kyle? I'm on Twitter at TurkeyLeg1 and on Instagram at TurkeyLeg01. And Jeff? I'm on Twitter at braindud92 and on Instagram at just braindo. And you can find me on Twitter at Daily Walt Disney. You can find all of us on Twitter at The Mickey Dudes. You can find our original blog content at themickeydudes.com and look us up on Facebook at The Mickey Dudes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I hope you enjoyed our little conversation about Dis- Disney, 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 vac- <laughs> Disney's um, Disney Vacation Club. If you have any questions, you know, drop us a, a line on our email at themickeydudes at gmail.com um, or any questions you might have for a listener question show. We would love a review from you guys, too, on iTunes. Uh, coming up, we will start reading more reviews that we had come in recently. And stay tuned for our interview Dave and I had with Nick Cotton, president and overall amazing guy from DVCresaleMarket.com. See you guys later. Have a good night. Yep.
Hello, humans. I'd like to welcome you to the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your host, Pat Chinetti, joined tonight by my co-host, Dave Koch. Debbie was sick, so the union sent me. <laughs> Today, we're going to sit back a little, enjoy some conversation in our latest edition of The Corner Chat. So, I got a question for everybody out there listening. Who's looking to save thousands of dollars when buying Disney Vacation Club? Well, if that's you, this is going to be the corner chat that you want to listen to and tell all your friends about. Because tonight, I'd like to welcome from DVC Resale Market, Nick Cotton. Hey guys, glad to be here and um, super, super, uh, super excited to be the sponsor and and uh, hopefully we'll uh, get some uh, questions answered and uh, be able to uh, inform the folks a little bit more about uh, DVC Resale. It's a pleasure to have you tonight, Nick. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, Nick, we can't thank you enough for joining us, and we can't thank you enough for being part of our family. You know, uh, we talk about you guys every week on our show. You know, the only place to go to get your resale is through you guys, um, in our, in our, in our, you know, humble opinions. So, but before we start hitting you with those really hard hitting, those deep DVC questions, all right? Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? What you know, your connection with Disney and DVC, and a little bit about the startup or how you guys got started with DVC Resale Market. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so a little bit my background and, and kind of introduce the team in general. Um, uh, I uh, worked for Disney for about a decade. Um, I actually started a little bit of a different path um, than than sales. I actually started in engineering there as an industrial engineer, and I was in um, I was in that field for. About three and a half, four years, and then I was in um, a sales guy role at DVC for about six years, uh, working primarily on the cruise ships the last few years uh, of those. Um, uh, much of the team, um, or actually really the entire team, comes directly from Disney. Uh, we have nine um, sales guys, um, eight besides myself. Uh, we speak about four different, uh, yeah, four different languages. Um, I speak uh, fluent Southern English, um, but we also have folks who speak uh, Mandarin, French, and Spanish. Um, together, uh, we, we actually have almost nearly a hundred years of combined direct DVC experience. Uh, we also have a former quality assurance manager uh, from DVC on the team, as well as um, uh, a lady who um, came over in January, actually. She used to work in under administration. She used to actually uh, do the resale transfers. Uh, for Disney, and, and she works on our staff now as well. Um, so uh, we definitely love Disney. Uh, we're extremely knowledgeable in the product, and uh, so you know I think it, it works out really, really awesome in resale because you know sellers have that opportunity to have somebody that represents them that that really knows it from the inside out. That you know all the sales team, you know they they, they were trained by Disney, went through a six weeks training course there. And, we really, really didn't know the product. We worked there for obviously years, 95, uh, 95 on 100 combined years. Um, and uh, I think it's great for buyers um, in the resale world because you know they have somebody to reach out to that you know if they have um, if they have questions about it, it's you know more than just well what, what offer do you want to make. You know we really understand it um, inside and out and can really help answer a lot of those different questions that people may have. And and the, and the team is really great. I think one of the most important qualities about the team. Is, is is really it's that uh, just that Disney attitude and spirit where they just really genuinely want to help people and you know just you know they really love Disney they love the membership and and uh, I, I think you know that's that's the most important thing to them and you know if, if they're in a conversation and, and, and it ends with somebody buying or selling then great but but our first goal certainly is, is to help everybody you know I, I think that's amazing here I am I'm a DVC owner and you know, and a full disclosure, I talked to Nick about this before, so this won't be too a surprise to him at least. You know, and when I first bought uh, DVC in my home resort, being the Poly, you know, my wife and I we talked about it, and I really wanted to go the resale route just because I knew about the the numbers, and my wife wasn't too sure. She wanted the safety of Disney, but hearing everything you just said about the team and all the experience, I think anybody that's listening right now that's thinking you know the same way my wife did i think you, you just put it to rest right then and there you guys are all coming directly from disney with direct experience you know the product so well so you know i think that's one of the the scariest things pulling the trigger on dvc is a 
big investment and it's 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 something that you know not only investment in money but it's an investment in time as well because you know this is going to be where you're going to vacation a lot of the times throughout you know the foreseeable future and you know to be able to not have that scared feeling i think you know or where i have to worry about well do they know what they're doing are they just trying to sell me something but obviously from our conversations that we've had and from just what you just said obviously you have that same exact thought process as disney as it's simple to the point but you know what you want to take care of your customers you want to make sure the experience is right for them and it 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 feels right it's not you're not pushing it and i remember when that was the one thing when i bought it and through disney they didn't they weren't saying you have to buy you have to buy you have to buy you know i've been through other um vacation club you know and timeshare spiels before and that's all they did they push they push they push and obviously from what you're seeing and what i went through there is no pushing you know it is your decision and and if you buy that's great and if you think about it it's great you know and well you know it's you're not going to part angry in any way shape or form right no absolutely absolutely i mean and you know the uh the product's great you know it 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 it, 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 it does retain a, a great value so in, in part it's a certain some elements it certainly can sell itself um but also think in, in the world of resale there's a very there's a very organic urgency anyway and that you know this is a contract um you know it's not like we've got a pot of thousands and thousands of points once it's sold it's sold right and so it it, you know in that in that sense it's almost like kind of looking at houses on the market if it's sold sold you know it's you know it is what it is but certainly there's there's absolutely no pressure and one of the really cool things i think about resale too is i really like to you know, in our team, we like to do discovery with who we're talking to. You know, and that's that's not for everybody. I mean, if somebody's experienced and know exactly what they want, that's great. We're we're here to make that you know make that contract happen for them. But for those people who want to also contact us and say, well, I'm looking into it. You know, I'm not really sure what's right for us. That's fine. You know, we're we're um, you know that's uh, you know that that's what we're here for is to kind of guide you through that process. The beauty about resale is we have every resort that's ever been offered. So, you know, for example, you know, the resort that, you know, maybe, maybe Polynesian or Alani, the ones that have been actively sold, aren't the right resort for you uh, based on your travel habits. I mean, what if, for example, you say, I, I love to go to Beach Club during Food and Wine Festival. Well, you know, we're going to have, um, you know, conversation about the importance of home resort priority in your scenario um, versus if you're somebody that calls and they say, you know, I really, I really want to go for the best thing for my buck. I, I, I'm going to probably go to, you know, all the different DVC places. There's not one that I'm necessarily locked into. Um, so in that, in that, in that kind of conversation, we may take it more towards what's the best economic choice, right, to own. Um, if you're going to hop around to a lot of different ones, so you know that that's one of the beauties of resellers. We have all those options on the table, and we can, um, you know, and certainly with our team, we can guide you through that process. And that's actually one of the questions that I was going to actually start on with you. Uh, I was going to ask as far as what are the advantages of buying resale to you and not directly from Disney? You've hit on a lot of them. Are there any other ones? Well, it's, you know, that's a great question because in, 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 um, you know, in, in, in truth, Disney does have resale. They do have other resorts as well. Um, some of them that got so highly demanded that they had such long wait lists for it. They, they did stop waitlisting for, um, which was like a beach club, uh, Grand Floridian, Grand California were in that bucket. Because um, the waitlist just at some point, you know, got to be, you know, where it would probably be years before they could fulfill it. And so it, it you know, so then it kind of gets to be silly to keep the waitlist going. Um, likely by the time they were to fill it, the person has already done something different um, years later. Uh, but anyway, um, some of the, I mean, one of the, obviously the biggest glaring difference when you look at resale versus direct is certainly going to be the price tag. Uh, you know, typically in resale, you are going to save about um, 30 to 50% off the price. I mean, it can depend on the resort that you're looking at, certainly. Um, but, you know, uh, certainly like an Animal Kingdom is a great example where direct it's 165 and you can still buy it, resale direct. Uh, but typically in the resale market, um, non-direct I mean, you're talking about probably paying maybe 85 to 90 dollars a point on average i mean certainly it can depend on the contract but you know when you look at those kind of that that kind of a differential um you know you could you know you're easily talking you know maybe 75 80 dollars a point and if you're talking about buying a 200 point contract you know, we're talking over fifteen thousand dollars 
yeah one of, one of the one of the great things that i do every day now um everybody that's listening head on over to dvc remount dvc resale and you could um sign up for their listings and every day i get a uh, an email saying what's the new listings and things of that nature and i marvel at the prices so that definitely is one of the, the great advantages no doubt about it you can save so much money through the resale market and i think you could put that money to use in other ways you know with disney or not disney or in your home or anything you want to do with it, it you know saving thousands of dollars is really a good thing but nick do you still get the same perks if you buy through resale because i know as a DVC member, I, I get certain perks in the parks and, you know, things of that nature. But if we buy or if somebody buys through you guys, do they still get the same perks? Yeah, that's a great question. So to kind of, a couple of important things to point out here. Um, first, uh, before we get to the perks, there was a change that was done in March of 2011. Um, if you buy a resale, whatever resale points you have bought after March 2011, uh, which would mean any, obviously anything now, they can't be used for certain resort collections, so certain things. Um, so um, that would include, like, uh, for example, hotels that are Disney but aren't Disney Vacation Club. So maybe Coronado Springs at Disney World, or it could be um, Disneyland Paris Hotel. Um, also, you can't use them on Disney Cruises and Adventures by Disney. And a small collection called the Concierge Collection, usually it's about 10 to 30 hotels. It changes over time. Um, most of them through the U.S. that aren't, they're not timeshare places, they're, they're hotels. Um, now that change, you know, really didn't bother a lot of people. And the reason for it is because all those collections don't really have a lot of economic value to use in Disney Vacation Club. Um, you know, and, and part of that is because those point charts can, can, can go up over time. Uh, and, and, and then so certainly those can, that value can, can be significantly different. And matter of fact, um, one of the things I even learned when I was, when, when I was a guy, I actually had a member come and sit with me when I was on a cruise and they said, actually, I'm coming on these cruises now, um, by winning my points and taking that cash money and then paying for the cruise and I'm getting twice the cruise value out of it. And I looked at the math and I was like, wow. You know, they're right. You know, I was like, that, that is a better <laughs> that, that is a more economical way to do it. Uh, so, so certainly, um, so, so, so there's there's pretty easy way around that one. Um, uh, uh, but uh, for those that still want to do cruise and stuff, you can still, you know, rate your points out and things like that. Uh, but a perk change uh, did happen last year, 2016, um, where if you don't, now this is, now like the other change in 2011, where it's kind of prorated, it's based on how many points you have that resale versus direct. The perks change is more than all or nothing. It's like a light switch. So you could have 2,000 resale points and a 25-point direct contract, and you get all the same perks. Conversely, you could have 2,000 points bought direct, 25 bought resale, and you still get the perks. So it's just an all or nothing thing. Um, basically, if you if you don't have any resale contract that was bought prior uh, to um, April the 4th, 2016, or you don't have any direct contract, you don't get a member card, you don't get a lot of what they define as the incidental benefits, commonly referred to as perks. Um, and these could be things like 20% uh, off the merchandise uh, or 10% off some dining locations. Uh, there's also, for your immediate household, uh, there is um, an annual pass discount of $100 as well. Now, one huge caveat I always, always tell people is when you're joining Disney Vacation Club, you want to make sure that it is for the DVC resorts because that is the only thing that's contractually guaranteed. The incidental, per the incidental benefits, the perks, they do come and go, and so certainly don't make your decision solely based on that, but consider it something that's nice to have. Uh, a great example is in Valley Parking. We used to have Valley Parking complimentary for all DVC members, um, and, and that went away. You know, that's just, just an example of something that can kind of come or go. Um, now, that being said, if you're sitting there thinking, well, I really like to get the savings of resale, but I still like to get those perks. Even I understand they may they may not be here, you know, next year. Some may change, some may some you know some may go, some may get added. Uh, you, you could always say, well, let's say I want to get 200 points. You could always buy the bulk of your points resale and add on a small contract uh, direct. 25 points is actually the minimum add-on, um, and so that way you still get all the benefits. Um, and you save, you know, a lot of money uh, by going with the majority of your points resale. Now, if you if you if, if you say, well, you know, the, the perks aren't necessarily that important to me, 
Uh, you know, I think when you actually break out the math, you probably have to buy about 3,000 t-shirts uh, and 20% <laughs> off to break even on the savings. You may just say, look, I'm just going to go resell and save money. But certainly, you know, there are there are some options there. And, and you know, um, and, and for me, I would never endorse not buying direct either. I mean, I, I did it for many, many years. And, uh, you know, certainly, you know, we're happy when folks buy direct too because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, that's that. You know, hopefully, a future customer. Maybe they'll add, maybe they'll feel more comfortable and add on resell the next time, or you know, maybe down the road they end up selling the contract, and, and certainly we can assist them with that too. Uh, but certainly, I mean, you know, it's like you know the the thing that the the incidental benefits are, are, are something of importance. There's certainly there's certainly ways around it when you can still capture uh, a lot of savings resell still, which is nice. That's, you know, and that's that's another thing. I, I don't personally, I don't think anybody, I think that's the best advice. I don't think anybody should buy DVC for the perks. Like I said before, earlier, you know, it's a major investment either way. Either you go direct or you go through resale. So I honestly would say, you know, be comfortable with your decision. Be comfortable with where you're buying into and the perks will take care of itself. And if you get them, you get them. If you don't, you don't. I know I'm just happy with that. I have... You know, the, the the points to the poly and the perks are just obviously what they are they're perks and I think it's they're just fun to have yeah yeah no absolutely and you know I mean and every now and then I've talked to somebody that says you know what I just don't want any restrictions I just want all the perks and, and even if it costs them money I'm okay with that and that's, and that's perfectly fine and definitely going direct is, is the right choice uh, but you know I do talk to a lot of people who are like Saving fifteen thousand dollars is like you know two years of my kid's college fund. That's that's extremely important, and you know I want to save the money. Um, and so you know, so absolutely, you know, it's, you know, it, you know, that's a lot. That that, that could be a, you know, that, there's a lot of things on that money. Car, a car, a college fund. So so certainly, um, you know, it's 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 a nice benefit to have. And then, you know, that's and that's one of the reasons that I love having the company and starting it. It's just a, just a so much more affordable way to help people get into the club. Um, and I think it's, it's really great to have that option. Excellent. Uh, Nick, I was just wondering, um, right now, how is the market? Is it more for buyers or is it more for sellers? Yeah, yeah, no, um, great question. Um, it's it really interesting, um, you know, the dynamics of this can certainly change, um, and sometimes quickly. Um, you know, to give you an example, when we entered 2017, uh, now typically I'll preface this with saying, January through April is typically your, your peak buying season. And, and and that's actually, that holds true uh, for Disney Vacation Club typically over direct, over the phone. Um, not necessarily in person, but over the phone. And it actually holds true for the Disney Reservation Center. Um, I, that's, the, uh, that's the group that takes all the, the regular Disney vacation calls uh, for people booking trips there. Um, and I used to, in my engineering days, I do a lot of work over there. Uh, that time of year um, is typically when people, especially folks out of the, 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 uh, the Northeast, which is which is certainly a big part of BBC's base, um, that's when, you know, it, it's snowing, it's like, okay, let's think about getting down to Florida, let's plan the spring break, let's plan the summer break, you know, maybe even, you know, people also know that are Disney veterans, maybe if you're going to be at Disney in the holidays, you need to plan that, that quickly. Uh, you, don't need to, you don't need to do that last minute. So you get a lot of people in that planning mode from January to March and a little bit into April. And so that's when, you know, we definitely get definitely more buyers other times of year. Uh, certainly a buyer year round, but that's when you get, you, you definitely see a spike. Uh, going into this year, um, there was a lot of inventory on the market. So it was definitely a buyer's market going into in 2017. Uh, there was probably, you know, anywhere from about 1,200 to 1,300 uh, resale contracts across the entire market. Um, so it, it was, uh, which which was um, was very high for this industry. Um, however, um, you look at it now, uh, your that number has shrunk to probably around 400. Um, so you know, it, it really, really, really went down to now. We really find ourselves more in the seller's market. Um, so just in a matter of about four to five months, we went from a from a heavy buyer's market. To, um, to definitely, I'd say, for about the past probably month or so, we've entered more of a seller's market, where inventory is definitely tightened up, um, and especially those contracts that are Disney World-based, I'm going to exclude Polynesian and Grand Floridian, uh, just because they're at a higher price point, and they don't turn quite as fast as a result of it. Nothing wrong with the resorts. They're incredible resorts. 
uh, but they do have a higher price tag. So people that go for those resorts are going for them for home resort priority reasons, you know, primarily because otherwise, why would somebody buy Grand Floridian 140 a point versus Saratoga at maybe 85 a point? Um, yeah, you get a few more years, but uh, that's that's a that's a huge cost difference. So so more of your economical purchases are going to go towards those Disney World properties that are less expensive. So when you look at those Disney World properties outside of those two, um, anything under about 200 points uh, it, it's really been kind of flying off the shelf. It's been going very quickly. Um, and it's just been certainly a lot of buyers that came into the market uh, even more than probably anticipated uh, during this peak season. And part of that could have been uh, as we were, were in, in such a heavy buyer's market with so much inventory, prices had, um, had dropped to probably about two-year lows. And so it was, you know, so it's been kind of a really nice opportunity. And the good news for buyers right now still is that the prices, you know, uh, for me, they still haven't necessarily crept up to where they were kind of uh, before a lot of inventory hit the market. They're, they're getting there, they're getting there over time, but, you know, they're, they're still, they're, they're still, they're still working their way back up. So it's still some good opportunities. Um, Disney also got um, more aggressive this year with the buybacks, uh, with prices probably being lower than they have been historically. And Disney also raised their prices on all resorts in, in January, five dollars a point, um, making that differential gap for them a little bit more lucrative. So right now, like year to date, we've seen a Disney buyback rate of about, um, let's say it's been almost around ten percent. Where last year it was less than five, like just under five percent. So it's been a little bit heavier. What that is for people who don't know is whenever you do make an offer on a resale contract, it does have to get submitted to Disney. Uh, for, they have a 30 day right of first refusal period where they get to basically match the offer um, at the same term, same price, and take over as the buyer. Um, and again, this year they've done that maybe around 10% of the time. Last year it was a little under 5% of the time. Now, of course, as a buyer, um, you don't lose escrow deposit or anything like that. Uh, but you don't have an opportunity to go back and try to make a higher offer on the contract. It is done at that point, and Disney will be the owner. Um, and fortunately for the buyer, you, you don't get that contract. You have to, you know, obviously move on to another contract. Uh, but you know, worst case scenario, it did cost you, you know, a couple weeks of time. Um, but but with Disney being a little more aggressive, that did create obviously some repeat buyers because when their contract got bought back, they were like, okay, what else do you have? Someone that let me try it again. And and so that also kind of a little bit more towards going into a seller's market as well. All right. So I obviously from what we were saying before, and you know, I, I said I already used a DVC owner and we talked a little bit about the idea that obviously if you own DVC now and you bought direct and you want to buy more points, we could, you know, head on over to you guys and we can get more points. But my question to you, is there a minimum point totals that we have to buy through, is you know, is there a difference between, is there a difference like if I went to Disney directly, do I have to buy a minimum from them? Is it different of a minimum buy from you guys or is it all the same? Well, it, it's kind of all the same in that Disney's already said it because what happens is the lowest alt that you can ever do an add on with Disney directly is 25 points. So that's the lowest contract that you'll logically find. Um, so, so you know, the same thing with us. The lowest you can typically add on is going to be 25 points because that's the way the contract was originally sold. One question um, I've gotten frequently in the past is, you know, can I break up a resale contract? If they're selling 50 points, can I just take 25 out of that? And, and no, you unfortunately cannot do that. You have to buy exactly what that contract is. Um, I also get asked the question, um, can Disney break that up if they buy back? And they can actually. Um, um, working as a guy there for many years, um, if I had somebody that came in and was wanting like a historically sold out property, um, and we had like a, a 50 point contract, um, and they wanted only 30 points out of it, there was a possibility we could do that. But with resale, unfortunately, we cannot. So um, the minimum is 25 points, it, it, as long as that contract's available. Uh, I know my wife is looking right now as a for a twenty five or fifty point beach club contract over and over again. She's like, "See anything today? See anything today?" I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, no, hon, not yet. You know, it's, it, it will show up sooner or later. But you know, we got to keep looking." So she's she's really excited because she just she really wants to own at the beach club. She loves it. She loves the poly. Don't get me wrong, but um, she fell in love a little bit with the beach club with the kids, and she really thinks that it would be a good idea to get some. 25 points there so we could have a larger booking window um for there for a night or two or something along those lines sometime in the future so uh yeah so be, we so nick intent to be on the lookout 25 to 50 point contracts at beach club you know if you see any 
make sure you tag it and say, Pat, it's on the market. My wife, uh, yeah, my uh, wife will love you. I, I, I will for sure. One thing also, uh, definitely for all the listeners, uh, and for, for you guys as well, is when you're, especially when you're searching for those kind of contracts that, you know, Beach Club's a popular resort in and of itself, and then we're talking about the small ones, they go so quick. Uh, one thing I recommend to everybody in those situations is definitely, not only can you sign up for our daily email notifier, but download our app. Because on the app, you can set specific criteria, criteria to say, look, I want to be notified of any beach club that hits the market 50 points or less. You can even set it to a specific use year, uh, or you can be open to all use years. Because when you're looking for contracts that are very popular, but go so quick, um, the app alerts you within minutes of it getting listed. Uh, so that's a huge asset there too. Um, so not that I, I certainly, I'll certainly be able to look out for you, Pat. But just in case I'm on vacation that day or something like that, I don't want you missing out. So I uh, definitely, definitely would download the app as well. Because food and wine and storm along bay. <laughs> exactly. Now, yes. Yep. Now, let's say my buddy Patrick here was able to actually find such a contract. Correct. Would he be able to um, finance and would he incur any hidden costs? Yeah, good question. Actually, um, with financing, there's several options when it comes to DBC resale. Uh, there's, uh, there's a few different lenders in the industry. Uh, the most common is Monero Financial. Um, they, now, the only, the only thing I would say, they only do the Florida-based DVC properties. Um, so if you are going for Hilton Head um, or um, Alani or Grand California, um, they, they, there is vacation club loans, uh, there is timeshare lending, that and that, so there's a couple options for those too. Uh, Monero is your most common one for the Florida-based properties. Um, uh, if you are getting finance on a small contract that will have under a $4,000 loan, vacation club loans would be the one you want to target. But for, for most of your typical size contracts, Monero is definitely the most common. Um, and they all, all, all of them in the industry run, run pretty similar rates, uh, similar time frame. It's very similar to when I was at BBC uh, in terms of uh, the rates, in terms of the time period, uh, etc. There's no prepayment penalty loan, uh, loans with all these guys. Um, one thing that is unique about Monero is they actually don't do any credit checks. Um, and people always kind of like scratch their head when they, you know, when they say that. Well, they don't do any credit check. And so how do they kind of know? Well, with Monero, they actually have a really sophisticated model. You actually put in what you're buying at DVC, the size of the contract. And then they actually have a very strong understanding of what DVC's value is. And so basically, they're going to just assume Whatever contract you buy, that you know, that well, let's just assume that they get it back in a foreclosure situation, and you use all the points. So what they do is they basically say, okay, what would we need uh, is a down payment to make sure that we're covered in case that event happens. And so they're so so they're so so they're basically so knowledgeable in the market that they don't need to run your credit because they're basically covering themselves with the collateral. And so, so that's really nice too, especially for those people that say, like, I don't want my credit yet. I'm going to buy a house too, or you know, something like that, or uh, you know, maybe they got a blemish on their credit history or something like that, and they weren't able to buy with Disney, or you know, or or the interest rate was going to be really high. Well, it won't matter in this situation uh, with Monero. So that's really nice too. Um, in terms of any cost, um, there's really three components of your cost when you're buying the uh, DVC resale. Same components when you're buying direct. You have your purchase price. You have closing costs. Um, and you have dues. One thing to keep in mind with resale too is is, is, is those are negotiable. I mean, uh, now if you're getting points for that year, yeah, it's going to be an expectation. The seller's going to probably expect you to pay dues on that, but it can be negotiated. Uh, you can also negotiate who pays closing costs, and you can you know negotiate price. I always preface that with, I mean, the better you make it look, um, the better it's going to look for Disney my first refusal too. So just be aware of that. But you can certainly negotiate. Uh, in terms of any other cost, um, if you are getting a loan, the, the lenders typically do have some sort of origination loan origination fee, um, may, may run 150 to 200 dollars. Uh, the uh, vacation club loans they don't record a mortgage, so there's no cost there. Um, Monero they do record a mortgage, uh, so there's a little bit of cost for that. Maybe talking maybe depends on the contract, but 40, 50 dollars. Um, I would say if you are getting a loan in general. I would just expect about three to four hundred dollars in lender fees, roughly. And it, again, it's a little size of the contract, so there's the exceptions to that. But typically, budget three to four hundred dollars in lender fees um, outside of your outside of the closing cost if you're getting along. I, I really think that DVC 
you know resale market it is the place to go it's the it's the way to go and you know i know you said everything right tonight where you know go through disney go through you guys and all that but to be honest with you just the idea of saving the amount of money that you get to save through the resale market and using you guys and using your knowledge i think i think it's just it's so smart i think it's the way to go and and i think we just touched you know the tip of the iceberg with the questions so i know guys everybody that's out there listening if you are interested in the dvc resale market head over to dvcresalemarket.com talk to nick talk to his team um ask questions um get in contact with them and you know and ask more questions because as you can see tonight nick is so knowledgeable and we could talk to nick forever on this topic and uh, you know i'm not going to take forever for nick you know family might get a little upset with me and you know but i think it's the place to go head over to their website and and check it out and see what you know what you need and they'll get you any answer that they, that you could possibly imagine and you know i could think of a thousand more questions and i'm a dvc owner so there no no question would be too too big too small they could handle it all but with that being said nick can you handle our six question piston cup challenge oh boy okay all right i'll see <laughs> <laughs> i think he's ready dave are you ready yes gentlemen start your engines All right, Nick, what is your favorite attraction in all of Disney World? Carousel of Progress. Nick, what's your favorite restaurant in all of Disney World? Bomba. Ooh. Nice. I'm sorry. I, I'm not supposed to stop, but I love Bomba. <laughs> he's peeling out. Come on. And, and Come I, on, I he's wasting the clock, man. I ate there like two days ago. So it's oh. like, it, but uh, yeah, no, it's, no I, I love but Bomba's definitely my favorite. All right, so we had to make a quick pit stop. Sorry. Back to action. Back to the action. Dole Whip or Citrus Swirl? Dole Whip. Your favorite DVC resort? I own points here. I probably still go to Boardwalk. I love the whole area there. I mean, I love Beach Club for the pool. I'm always partial to Boardwalk. I think it's because I did I did a ride out there in uh, 2004 during Hurricane Francis. So uh, a ride out's when, uh, as a cast member, if there's a storm coming, that uh, you, you agree to uh, stay there through the storm and, and take care of the guests. And... So, uh, so I don't know. I just that was like the first place that I stayed at doing that for an extended period of time. So yeah, I probably say probably say Boardwalk. Even with the scary clown. All right, we're coming down the final stretch. Nick, who is your favorite Disney character? I probably have to go with Peter Pan. Yeah. And a little story here, not to elaborate too much, but back in my younger days, in 2005. I was mistaken for Peter Pan on a Disney cruise when I was an engineer, at least the person who was friends with Peter Pan, and, um, and there was a little miscommunication in the gift shop, so. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, well, I, could, yeah. I could see that, too. Yeah, I was just checking out the register, and one of the cast members, and usually cast members are almost always incredible and just super friendly, but one cast member, she looked at me and she's like, you know you're not supposed to be in here, right? And uh, it was really kind of weird and I just kept going on the transaction and, and, then, and then she looked at me again and she said, you know you heard me, you're not supposed to be in here. And then everybody in the line's like, ooh, you know, and I'm like, oh God, this is, uh, this is terrible. So uh, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know why she was saying this to me. And uh, I just finished up the transaction. And then um, I actually even forgot something. But it was actually it was just it was, it was just a month before Christmas, so I was getting Christmas gifts and stuff. And, and I actually forgot something. And, and I ran back in real quick, trying to avoid her. And, and they said, "Oh, you know, so and so is looking for you." And I was like, "Oh, that's great." So I was like, uh, "See you guys later." So anyway, she she gets a hold of me in my room, and uh, she's like, "You know, I just I just want to say, you know, how apologetic I am. I'm very sorry. I thought you were the actor playing Peter Pan on the ship." And, they're supposed to come in. They're supposed to come into the store, you know, early in the cruise before we get busy because they have a lot of off time. And you know, you are you're one of the engineers here to help us out. I'm really sorry. And you know, and, and, and she's like, you know, you should really take it as a compliment, you know, because I thought you were so good looking. You're you're an actor. And, and, and I was like, and of course I'm sitting here thinking, okay, you, you, you thought you thought I was like the actor who plays a 12 year old boy, but. <laughs> But, but anyway, so yeah, I, I have to go through the fan. All right, and down the straightaway he comes. Pat, you think he's going to make it? I think he's going to make it, Dave. All right, one more. Boat or monorail? I'll go monorail. 
Did he get in on time? Oh, Did he get it? I, 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 he made it just in Yeah, time. he got it. Oh. Nice. Woo. That was that was close. That was close. That was close. <laughs> All right, Nick. Do our listeners a favor and please tell everybody where you can be found, where DBC Resale can be found on the interwebs. Yes, absolutely. So uh, you can find us at dvcresalemarket.com or you can call us 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 1-844-382-7767. And ladies and gentlemen, that may be a phone call that you want to make soon because I think the best time to buy DVC was probably about 15 years ago. The second best time to buy DVC, in my opinion, is right now. So give Nick and his team a chance to make you smile from ear to ear. And with that, we close out our corner chat. Thanks for listening. Find us all on the interwebs on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. You can find Dave Koch. Dave, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Figments Reality and Dave Koch on Facebook. And you can find me at Daily Walt Disney on Twitter and Patchinetti on Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thanks for joining us tonight. Have a good night. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.